Oh my goodness, it's Friday. Thank God. Um, what up, bang gang? I just got home from work. I put on my leggings and sports bra with the idea that I'm going to do a workout, but we'll see if that happens after I record this. Um, but today I thought we would talk about some fitness topics since I claim to be a fitness podcast slash just over dramatic in general podcast. I honestly don't really know what like my topic is. I think I just kind of talk about like fitness and lifestyle, but it just kind of becomes jumbled. So we're still working our way through that. Anyways, today's topic is going to be booty building basics because one, with like TikTok emerging, I feel like there's so much bullshit online right now because everyone's talking about all these like diets and fad things that you're supposed to do to like become skinny. And they're posting, it's like going, it's like flashing back to 2011 Pinterest when like everyone would do those like 10 minute ab workouts in the corner of the gym. Like that's what I feel like TikTok is bringing to light where they're convincing people that you need to eat like 600 calories a day and work out for like three hours. So I'm hoping to change that with this episode. We'll see if that works because I feel like nobody listens to me. Um, Sorry, I'm migrating to my bed. I was sitting in the living room. Oh, my bed's really squeaky. Okay, so when I first started working out, I wasn't really focused on build- building a bigger butt, but I feel like a lot of people, like, at least when, okay, a couple years ago, I'm, like, jumbled right now. I'm so sorry. A couple years ago, when I started working out, the big thing was having a bubble butt. Like, everyone wanted one. So, like, everyone was squatting insane amounts. Like, everybody wanted a fat ass. And I don't really think I was ever about that I kind of just wanted to like lose weight and not be depressed all the time oh my god my cat is like screaming for me my cat chirps and like giggles he doesn't really meow I don't know if that's normal but that's what he does um anyways so when I was learn like learning on Instagram I basically taught myself how to how to lift from Instagram and YouTube and then I got my certification as a personal trainer like way after um But a lot of the workouts were, like, how to build a bigger butt, like, and all this stuff. And so I feel like a lot of the tactics I learned in the beginning were not right. And then as I started following, like, accounts that actually knew what they were talking about, I learned what to do. Um, So hopefully I am a turning point for someone else in their fitness journey because there's so much bullshit out on the internet right now about how to lose weight and stuff. So how to build a fat ass um I've posted about this a lot on Instagram but I realize not everybody reads my captions and stuff like that so here goes nothing so the number one thing to do to build a bigger butt is you have to eat this is just like growing muscles in general like you have to eat more because if you think about it like your body needs more energy to grow so if you're feeding it less food like if you're trying to lose weight and grow muscles it kind of like doesn't go together because you need more energy to build those muscles up so in order to grow you need to eat a lot um and extra calories means extra energy for your body to utilize during your lifts and then so obviously like if you're trying to build a fat ass you might lose your abs um but you can always increase your cardio once you hit a point that you're happy with um and so a great resource for calculating like macros and calories to be in a surplus is Christian Guzman's um, 
if you go on YouTube, look up Christian Guzman and then calculate your macros. He has like a huge, like a long video. It's like 40 minutes, but you can skip through it and pause it and stuff when you're like calculating your calories along with him. He does a really great job of explaining it. Um, so he explains how to calculate them for a deficit, a maintenance, and a surplus, which is super helpful. So I highly recommend going on there if you are planning to lose weight, gain weight, figure out your maintenance, whatever you're doing. Um, and then this is like if you want to track. Right now I'm not tracking during weight loss, but I do think tracking is really helpful in the beginning like at least for a few days so you have an idea of what you're doing, like how much you're eating um, and stuff like that. So yeah, number one is eating more. <clears throat> and then number two is compound lifts. So I cannot tell you how many times I see on TikTok people are like, do the donkey kicks or do like booty band workouts and you'll grow a huge butt. I'm like, no, you will not. <laughs> like you have, Okay, so the number one thing is progressive overload and compound lifts. Um, and we'll talk about progressive overload more next, but compound lifts are the exercises that engage multiple muscle groups at once. So that would be like your squats and your deadlifts are two great examples of compound lifts. And in order to grow your legs as a whole, you have to do compound exercises. Um, and then, so a good way to set up your workouts are to do your compound exercises first and then your accessory exercises afterwards. So, for example, you do like your squats in the beginning, like barbell back squats in the beginning of your workout. My stomach just grumbled. I really hope you can't hear that on the recording. <laughs> um, so, you do your barbell back squats in the beginning of your workout, okay? And then. Like, your accessory workout could be something like a Bulgarian split squat. Um, or, I'm trying to think, like, why am I blanking so hardcore? Okay, I actually wrote it down. I'm not, I don't know why I'm not looking at my notes. Um, but you could do, like, your squats, and then you could do, like, cable pull-throughs as an accessory, if that makes any sense, because cable pull-throughs are really focusing on, like, your hamstrings. The point is, doing your compound lifts will ensure that you're engaging the proper muscle groups and help you avoid injury. What the fudge am I reading? I swear to God, if anyone actually listens to these podcast episodes, you have to be so confused. I really hope if I, like, stay consistent with this, I do become better at speaking more like chronologically with my notes okay so what I was trying to say was you need to focus on your form for your compound lifts because that will ensure that you're engaging the proper muscle groups and will help you avoid injury and a way to do this is by watching youtube videos contacting a personal trainer asking a friend who knows how to lift um you could ask someone at the gym, like there's personal trainers and just like staff at the gym should be able to help you. Don't ask like Planet Fitness staff because they have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Um, but yeah, so definitely if you're going to do your compound lifts, you need to make sure you have good form and pretty much like your form is not going to be perfect the first time you do it. Like I don't have good form, like I'm still learning. And so it's just something like you, you keep adjusting slowly as you continue to lift. Um, so that's number two. You need Okay, so one, you need to eat more. Two is compound lifts. Three, we're going to talk about hip hinging exercises. So like squats, I feel like have this reputation of being like the only thing that helps you grow a butt and like that's great and all, but like 
people think that means like doing 75 jump squats in the morning and 75 jump squats at night and they're like oh my god I'm gonna have a bubble butt like what's that one girl Jen Selter on Instagram which is just not accurate so (laughs) there are other exercises you can do to target your glute muscles better and okay so a good person to follow um in regards to like glute ex- exercises, Brett Contreras, I think is how you pronounce his name on Instagram. Um, he posts so much like content and information that is so useful. But anyways, so hip hinging exercises are exactly what they sound like. They're exercises where you hinge at the hips. So that would be hip thrusts, RDLs, cable pull throughs, um, hyperextensions. Those are all like great hip hinging exercises, but I think the most common one that you'll see like on Instagram would be um, hip thrusts, which is usually when girls have the barbell on their hips. It's like wrapped in a yoga mat or has a barbell pad on it. And so, like, when you're doing your hip thrusts, please keep in mind that like you have to have proper form. So watch some YouTube videos, ask personal trainer for your proper form. And then it's just like you don't need to lift an insane amount of weight to do a hip thrust properly. Like stop like adding a shit ton of weight on the bar and instead just focus on like getting the exercise like movement down. There's so many people I see who like add like 400 pounds that they obviously can't do and they get two inches off the ground. They're like, oh, I did it. So focus on just like proper form, getting the exercise down and then you can add weights as you progressively overload, which I will talk about next. So number, I think this is number four, um, progressive overload. This is just something you need to know if you're planning on just growing your muscles overall um and it's basically continually increasing the stress placed on your body and your muscles which means like increasing the reps the sets the weight uh or decreasing rest time in between your um exercises and you don't need to do all these at once but it's just like an example of something you could do and consistently focusing on progressive overload will put you on the right path for your hypertrophy goals So, for example, a lot of people keep lifting journals so they can write down, like, how much weight they lifted and then they can increase it, like, the next, after, like, their next two workouts to, like, just slowly increase. And this would mean, like, increasing it by, like, one pound, increasing it by, like, 2.5 pounds, whatever you can do. So, once it starts to feel easy, up the weight and, like, you can decrease your reps so you can do more weight. So, for example, if you do like a set of 10 reps at 100 pounds and that's like easy for you you could decrease your reps to six reps and then do like 105 pounds and if like that's easy do like 10 reps of it if that's easy you can keep going up in weight if that makes sense so you're progressively overloading and with this you will increase your muscle strength and help grow them so you can get fast Okay, so next is rest. I think this is like a huge... When I started working out, a big thing that I was worried about was taking days off because, I don't know, you just feel guilty for it, but rest is actually super important for your muscles to recover. Um, So don't like hit leg day five times a week. You should probably take that time off, take a hot Epsom salt bath, do some stretching, some foam rolling, take a fat nap, you know? Um, but rest is like your rest days are when your muscles are able to recover and actually like grow. So definitely make sure you're taking one to two rest days a week. 
And that's that for that point. Um, oh, this one I probably should have talked about at the beginning, but glute activation. Glute activation. Um, so if you're not doing glute activation, it's super, super important for your leg days because it really helps. I definitely do not prioritize glute activation ever. Because once I get to the gym, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to like get this over with so I can go home and hang out with my cat. Ew, that sounded so gross. I used to hate cats until I got Gryffindor. Whatever. Um, so glute active is active. Why can I not say that? Activation. Glute activation. Basically, it means that you're warming up the glute muscles before your workout. So you can do this with a loop band. Um, typically, I'll pick like two or three exercises and do like three to four sets and until I like can feel those muscles working. Um, you can obviously increase or decrease the sets, but some of my favorite workout glute activation workouts are monster walks, um, banded donkey kickbacks, and banded abductors. All three of those are pretty simple. If you don't know what they are, you can look them up on YouTube or Google them. Um, But like I said, I'll do like three to four sets. I'll probably do like 15 to 20 reps of each exercise until I feel warmed up and ready. And another great way to activate your glutes is foam rolling or self-myofacial release, um, which helps relax contracted muscles and increases blood circulation. Uh, So foam rolling your hamstrings and your quads and your glutes is a great way to ease tension and tightness in your muscles. And honestly, foam rolling is just a good thing to do in general for like after every lift. Um, And it feels really good. It like low-key hurts, but like in a good way. If you've ever foam rolled, you know what I'm talking about. And I actually have a foam rolling um, post on my Instagram from a couple days ago. And I'm probably going to do another one. I might do an IGTV and just like show foam rolling my entire body. Because I feel like not a lot of people know how to foam roll. Um, But Amazon has foam rollers for like 25 bucks if you do want to order one. Or they have them at Target. But I think they're like low-key more expensive at Target. I'm not sure. But yeah, either one. Oh my god, my stomach is grumbling so much. I need to eat dinner. Okay, so the... Is this the last point? Okay, so the last point is time. I cannot... Okay, so I'm like one of the most impatient people in the world. But it's so frustrating, and I understand why people ask this, but it's so frustrating when people say that they've been doing something for two weeks and they don't see a change. Like, if you think about it, you didn't gain a ton of weight in two weeks, so it's not just going to, like evaporate um and the same thing goes with like building muscles they're not gonna just appear after one workout just because you took like a shot of protein and did some bicep curls you're not gonna be fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger so just remember that it takes a lot of time um don't expect to be like a pancake and then be popping in six weeks Um, it'll take months. Honestly, sometimes it takes like a year more to see the results that you're looking for and it can take longer, but also fitness, I feel like is if you're really dedicated to it, it's one of those things that you're not expecting them to just appear. Like if you're trying to grow muscles, you're enjoying the process of it. And it like, it's so fun to see progress. So definitely take progress pictures at the beginning, at two months, at four months, like take progress pictures all the time. Even if you don't have like a fitness Instagram (laughs) because you will be able to see the difference and the growth if you're consistent and you're dedicated to what you're trying to do. So 
yeah, eat a lot, hip hinging exercises, compound lifts, rest, glute activation, foam rolling, and time and progressive overload. Those are the booty building tips. Um, So I hope that this brings you all your booty dreams. And yeah, that's pretty much it for today's podcast episode. Um, I would love if you guys comment or DM me topics that you want me to talk about because I don't know why I'm being so uncreative with these topics, but I'm going to brainstorm this weekend and come up with a freaking long ass list so that I have some good stuff to talk about over the next few weeks. And I'm planning to release an episode each week as long as I can get them up. I don't have a set day for when they're coming out just because I'm such a slacker. So... I guess it's going to be Saturdays right now, but yeah, so I'm just hoping to release weekly. Anyways, I love you guys, and I hope you have a great weekend. Let me know if you try out any of these tips, because I would love to hear from you. I love when you guys DM me, Um, and I'm going to go attempt to work out right now, so I'll talk to you guys later. Bye!